This is the MLW Radio Network. Hey, this is former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. And Josh Chernoff. And uh, we're excited to announce that Mind of the Meanie is now powered by the MLW Radio Network. Myself and Josh Chernoff will bring you a show every week where we talk about everything from wrestling, movies, sports, and useless knowledge. But most importantly, we have a great group of neighbors there with front row material. Absolutely. Front row material. We've got Mike Freeland. We've got Mikey Whipwreck. And we have got hashtag... This is Jerry Lynn. You're welcome again for that. I love to be here with you guys. I'm glad to call you neighbor. Maybe I'll stop over for uh, some extra coffee or a cup of sugar or have a slice of dropped pie. Ditto. Please tune into Mind and the Meanie. Please keep supporting Front Row Material and we'll be a part of this great MLW radio network. It's time to start your day the right way with Front Row Material. Starring ECW legends Jerry Lind and Mikey Whipwreck. Now, let's welcome your host, Mike Freeland. Postulus Maximus. Guar. Would you ever thought we would have had them on our show? No. No, I would agree, but I I think it it takes quite frankly, quite frankly, Freeman. I was a bit concerned. Why Why were you concerned? Are you I was a little concerned. Are you trying to say that I'm not I'm not cool or I'm not I'm not hip with things? Jerry, don't jump in here. <laughs> of course, Jerry says hip. This is not. This is not. <laughs> This is not. No, I'm not. I'm the, not saying that you're jumping. Yes, continue. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. But Guar is a special kind of fucking animal. Yes, it is. You know, yeah, it's not I'm just heard. looking up like it's not like looking up fucking air supply. <laughs> Are you literally trying to listen? Listen, I know in the past I've made comments about my fanhood to Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, Peter uh, Cetera. That it, once again, Jerry. Not the time. <laughs> Not the time. But look at here's here's the thing. I was talking to Jerry before, and I said, Jerry, I don't know about tonight. This is going to be a fucking disaster, and for a, a disaster for us. I mean, that's fucking saying something. It's a disaster anytime. <laughs> but I said, Jerry, I said, I I said I asked Freeland what he knows about Guar. He said nothing. I said, oh fuck, and we're talking to Pusty. I said, this is going to be great. I said, it's like, you know, oh, let's let's, let's have a story about fucking air supply. And then Jerry comes in. Well, we could talk about the time I saw him and he fell off the stage. I'm like, air supply? He was like, yeah. I said, only you would have a fucking air supply story. I didn't see him. It was all over the news. Yeah, he fell off the stage at the Minnesota State Fair and broke his wrist or something. Wait a minute. You weren't even there and you claimed to have an air supply story? It was all over the news. And I just envisioned him singing uh, something like, I'm so lost without you, and falling off the stage wow. and breaking his wrist. Wow, <laughs> that is one of my favorite songs. <laughs> you are just making a mockery out of it. I appreciate that, Jerry Lynn. I'm all out of stage. <laughs> We're done. This is not right. But no, that that was my thing. I said, "Oh, I'm going to make it a, a really you know obscure air supply reference," and Jerry's like, "Oh, I have a story." What? Come on! This is not, this is not making my point. <laughs> Only Jerry Lynn would have an air supply story. Oh, that's what I said. I'm going, Death Metal King, it was a fucking air supply story. <laughs> I was just about to say, the man who can rattle off how many different groups and how many concerts he's gone to. I can't even remember them all. Yeah, yep. But wait a minute, let's get back to let's get back to this whole, I'm allegedly not, I don't even know what... Yep. That's enough. That's there it is enough. again. I'm about to. I'm about to toss you a, a pack of seeds. You need to go plant something. Come to stop, stop squeaking. I just she, did. I planted another holly bush today. What's the name of it? It's oh, Pam didn't name it yet. <gasps> Slacker. Oh. oh, get this. Name it Ed. Ed. Yeah, I'll ask. I'll ask her. Oh, just tell her. Oh. Oh. Yeah, right. Yeah, you better ask. I, I was about to say he better ask. I have no stroke here. That's all I got. <laughs> well, at least you can accept that, right, Jerry? You can at least accept right. that. Well, yes. When you're married that long, and you we just, talked about the ABCs just, last week. 
I threw in the towel years ago. Yep. What were the ABCs? ABC six. Oh. Anniversary, birthday, and Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said you made a comment. You said if you were if you were Jewish, <laughs> you could throw in a, a way. <laughs> you could add another holiday, right? Oh, more, I could throw a Hanukkah, which is eight days. A bar mitzvah. A bar mitzvah. Fucking Yom Kippur. Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, I have all that shit. Wow. Only us could take Yom Kippur and turn it into something that involves sex. Nice. Huh? Well, what I was going to say is, because I feel like we're, we're, we're completely ADHDing it here. I we're am what? ADHDing it. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Thank you. In 4K. <laughs> I, under, I know bands. Okay? I've been to metal concerts before. Fuck the Seagulls doesn't count. This isn't going exactly how I thought it would go, but... Uh, and I went, I went so far away. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know who fucking sings that. I said Flock of Seagulls, because it's from the fucking 80s. That's all I know. They got weird haircuts. You were correct. I'll see. I get no respect. None. You get plenty of respect. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I'm a huge Phil Collins fan. Exactly. Crickets and crickets. Thank you so much, Jerry Lynn. You know, at some point in time, hey. you could just you, you could just reach over the ropes. There's a girl that's been on my mind all the time. Yeah, that's enough of that shit. Don't forget in the air tonight. Everyone drum air drums to that. But no, there's a lot of metal bands that I've. Uh, I've procured music from over the years. And I, do, you I, do you prefer Phil Collins single or in Genesis? Um, single. I was going to say, who's Genesis? Genesis. <laughs> Why? What, what, what? Who's Genesis? Do you ever hear about the baseball game in the Bible, in the, first, in the book of Genesis? No. <laughs> yeah, it starts off with the, with the baseball game. In the beginning. Jesus Christ. I'm losing my touch. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, don't you get it? No. In the beginning, in the big inning. Oh, God. Boo. Wow. I'm going to have a drink. Iron Maiden. Metallica. Stop reading off the off the computer. No, he's reading off the computer. No, <laughs> Shut I can tell your you. mouth. You Why forget, is we, can, it? we can see the reflection in your glasses, pal. Yeah, okay. you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go find a song. Fuck myself because this is going nowhere. But there is a band that I can tell you without looking that I know very well, and it's a band called Siege Lord. And I told you guys about this band before. I thought it was about Shaka Khan. <laughs> <laughs> now her hair is metal. Indeed, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. Amadeus, Amadeus. Oh, I like that song. I like the movie. Oh, the movie was awesome. The movie was awesome. Yeah. They they kind of take some of their There's no overcoming this. It's just... There's no overcoming what? No. Who sang The Lady in Red? That's a good question. Oh, man. I don't remember. Sure, when I give you permission to look at your computer screen. I think it's really favorite I can't metal. even believe you guys were such dicks when I was trying to just name some stuff. Hey, fucker, we already see through your reflection. I know metal bands. I'm not that much of a drip. Oh, here we go. Drip? <laughs> He's, uh, denial setting it. Here we go. Who sang Lady in Red song? Here we go. Sounds like something like... Uh, if, if I'm doing this right, it's Chris DeBurr. Say what? Chris, De, Chris DeBurr. Okay, if you fucking say so. We'll have to take your word for it. Lady in Red, yeah. Chris DeBurr. Who was in that movie? Was that Gene Wilder? No, that was Willy Wonka. He wore a purple outfit. Would you say, <coughs> no, Lady in Red had Gene Wilder in it. If you say so. Isn't that played a hooker? No, Lady you're thinking Wilder. of Richard Gere and what's her name? No, I'm not thinking about the Hua movie. No, <laughs> Mike. The, the hooker. No, that's the, uh, that's, um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> now you've got me all discombobulated. What's that movie now? I don't, I don't think that's your name either. Passion of the Christ. Wow. Wow. No, it's the girl from Weird Science, wasn't it? It was the girl from Weird Science. Kelly LeBrock? 
And then somebody, I thought she was the lady in red. What's going to be at this party? Chips, dips, change whips. Ooh. <laughs> oh Kelly LeBrock. I, right? Somebody back me up here. Somebody jump in here. I know who Kelly LeBrock is. She's a weird science, but I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I thought she was in another movie. I thought she was Lady in Red. I don't know. Woman in Red. Here we go. There we go. 1984. Oh. The Woman in Red. And it did involve... It was a box office flop. <laughs> it also was Gene Wilder. There you go. Complete vindication. No? Who is it? Is it Kelly LeBrock? It is Kelly LeBrock, yes. Okay. Well, there you go. Gene Wilder and Kelly LeBron. But anyway, let me get back to what I was saying before. I know metal groups, and I know there's a band called Siege Lord, and I'm telling everyone who can hear me that you should check them out. Good band. Siege Lord. Siege Lord. You can look them up. Very, uh... I prefer Beige Lord. With the Siege with the beads? With the B, wouldn't that be beige? Beige, like a blowjob. The beige. <laughs> wow. Wow. Here's Jerry going, hmm. I didn't say like, that. Like a swatch? I don't know. <laughs> you mean beige? <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think I'm more of a flesh color. <laughs> well, Mikey just comes through that with, no, it's fellatio. Fellatio. Oh, God. Earlier, Pam and I were talking about Felicia? some paint from Sherwin-Williams, so... That's why it was on my mind, I guess. Uh-huh. That sure That's is. why my mind wasn't in the gutter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Look up the color pink torpedo. No. What? It's <laughs> very beneficial to the bedroom. <laughs> Maybe I'll look up trouser trout green. Yeah. Okay. How do you spell siege? S-E-I-G-E. Wow. It was like beige. the best. You mean sage. Rare, you're in sage. sage. Oh, now I can spot it. No, sage. That's, that's green. <laughs> they, uh, they're very... They're, I, I've been to a lot of their concerts. So is it one word or two words? S-I-E-G-E-L-O-R-D. One word? One word. That is okay. Okay. Holland song stuck in my head now. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, wow. They're doing a Monomarth cover. Wow. It's pretty intense, man. Pretty intense. Gods of War Arise. Are you friends with these people? Yes, I am. Get the the permission. We'll play them on the air. I will. I definitely will. They rock out pretty damn hard. And I've, uh, you know, I I, I did realize. So if they rock out hard, they should be called Beach Lord. Beach beach Lord? They should be called. (laughs) (laughs) What was that color you said earlier? Pink what? Pink Torpedo. Pink Torpedo Lord. <laughs> Hard and heavy, classic cock. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, they are melodic death metal. Oh, they are. They sound good. Yeah, this is this is them, you guys. I'm telling you right now. They got good stuff. Wow, they sound just like a Monomars. I can't hear shit. Wow. Yeah, or, they, sound, uh, they sound good. Yeah, it's it's good stuff here. You guys can follow them on social media, just at Siege Lord, and then obviously you can find them at, on Facebook as well. They've got um, Ascent of the Fallen, which is a single that came out in 2014. Covered in Blood um, is the most recent album, which came out in 2018. So, good stuff right now. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like good workout music. Mikey and I wouldn't know. Um, we don't work out, do we, Mikey? Speak for yourself, Tubby. Uh, Mikey's doing DDP yoga. Yeah. Okay. My apologies. My apologies. You haven't started yet, Mike. Who? Me or him? Yeah, you. You. No, I do my walking, but I don't. I don't do. You know. Don't confuse your lazy sedentary lifestyle with me. Aren't you? Wow. Jerry, I <laughs> for the last time. I swear to God. Get your shoes and a bag of scotts and head out the door. Did you say a bottle of scotch? <laughs> well, Jerry can afford to drink. He doesn't have the diabetes. <laughs> I just have the high blood pressure. How do you know if you're getting the diabetes? How do you know if that's a situation? Look in the mirror. What? Oh, no. Oh, no. And then what? That's it. That's all you have to do. <laughs> 
sounds like sounds like you're throwing down a little challenge here, Mr. Whipwreck. Is this is this accurate? What do you mean? There's a challenge. Well, let's just let's just let you, you say you're working out. You say you are uh, you're getting uh, you're getting more physically fit, and now I'm chu- I'm chubby. Is that what you, is that the phrase you used? You were chubby before I was physically fit. That's enough. Let's do this then. Let's just make it public. Let's find out right now who can lose the most weight. What do you think? You versus me. How are you going to verify this? Well, I mean, obviously, the honesty policy is what we use. I'm going to trust you. We can take a video of ourselves stepping on the scale. Ooh, there you go. Nice. Megan is the uh, is probably one of the most honest people I know. She will keep me on the straight and narrow. So are you going to accept my challenge? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far to say narrow. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, it's on. <laughs> You've been served. He's been served quite often. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you remember Beavis? You remember Beavis and Butthead? Yeah. That you that you would meet Jerry? Yeah. Yes. I feel it was the guy with the winger shirt. That's enough! Stop it! Stop it! Because people are gonna run with that. Who's that guy's name? Stewart? Maybe. We can look that up. That's his medal. <laughs> it's not going to say. It's not going to say. Winger's going to say air supply. Yeah, I'm not feeling the love this week, guys. Not feeling it. Might say trickster. Oh, worst band ever. No, you know the worst band ever is fucking Candlebox. Trickster oh. was the worst name ever. Remember they had the gimmick. They were like eight, sixteen, seventeen years old. I think so. I think they like they were really young. Not to be confused with Danny Cooksey's band, Bad for Good. What the? Who the heck is that? He, he's the well, you know, your old boss was on a show with her, with him. Who? He was the redheaded kid on uh, Different Strokes. My old boss. <laughs> yeah, Dixie Carter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling he was going there. Wow. But no, the redhead kid Sam, he had a band called Bad for Good, and I think he was managed. They were managed by uh, Steve I, I think. But they were like twelve and thirteen years old. Did you know that Shane at uh, NYWC, when he first heard about Dixie Carter buying TNA, that he actually thought it was the Dixie Carter from that show? He said to me, he goes, hey, Mikey. I go, what? He goes, you talk to Jerry? I said, all the time. He goes, do you think you could send him my different strokes, DVDs, and have him get Dixie Carter to sign it? And I'm like, what? Are you serious? Yeah, I said Shane. And I just, I just, I thought he was, I thought he was kidding. So I said Shane. I, I brushed it off. And then, I remember when he, when he, when he saw you again, he asked you, he goes, Shane, are you ribbing me? Did you watch Extreme Rules this past week? No, I didn't. Jesus Christ, Jerry. I, what was the, I heard it was just terrible. Oh, let's was just say, I was, I, let's just say, I, I was jealous of Rey Mysterio. I saw some clip. Because I heard they're having some stupid yeah. eye for an eye match. Like, oh yeah, really yes. had to lose an eye. Yeah, and he was pushing his eye against the corner of Correct. the steel steps. Yeah, that was leading up to it. Yeah. Then afterwards, Seth was puking because it was so gross and disgusting. Well, they did a thing where they, he popped his eye out of socket, and I, I was, at that point, I was very jealous of Brandon going. I wish I could fucking do that right now. Did it looked like a ping pong ball with an eye painted on it. It did. It looked like a really horrible. Halloween, you get at the dollar store, and, th- and then they have, and then they have Seth throwing up. I'm going. This has Vince written all over it, and it's fucking terrible. He's gonna puke. I mean, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Least, yeah. At least Vader and Stan Hansen did it for real. Yeah, Hansen didn't throw up. Didn't Tully and no. um, Tully and Dusty did a match, but that one was a lot more believable, and that one was actually a really solid match. They were just taking the spike and kind of putting it in his eye socket there. You know, they, they didn't imply that he popped it out. He just had this thing in his eye and he quit from it. And it looked really good the way they did it. This was in attempt, the mysterious Seth Rollins thing, was an attempt to try to match what AEW did with the, uh, with the eye match. Because that one was well done. And that one was... Look, you, so, can have, you can have an eye match if you want. But this just wasn't done well. So it was, was just, it was just same, not good. Was that the same 
deal where what was was the theme like a horror theme or something? It was called the, the horror show. Uh, the, the, the theme was right. But uh, what did the? I heard something about. I didn't know exactly what they do with Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. Oh, dude, here's was here's it another thing. cinematic thing? Yes, yes. And here, here's the problem with them: they did it with the Undertaker and hit a fucking home run. Right now, they're going to beat it to death. He did it with Bray Wyatt and Cena, and it was very cleverly done. So it was good, the Cena one. Like if, if you if you looked at the backstory and everything else, it kind of made sense. It was really freaking hokey, but that's what they were going for. But now I think this, they're going to overdo this thing to death, and all they're going to do is they're going to compare it to the fucking Taker one. Why are they just going to keep doing it every pay per view now? I hope uh, not. I think it's for unique situations, but uh, it, it just. It di- it didn't resonate with a lot of people. A lot of people were very upset about it. It just sucked, Jerry. It just wasn't good. It, and it stinks because it was overshadowed the, by some of the good stuff that they did actually have on that show. But um, yeah, that's what they send people <clears> home <throat> with, which was that. Yeah, it was not. Uh, it was kind of like the ending of Friday the Thirteenth. Well, what was the backdrop? There's the setting. Where'd they do it at? They were like a swamp. An actual <laughs> swamp? I think Friday the 13th, Jerry. Hashed Crystal Lake. It was Without the cabin of the performance yeah. center, I think. No, they had to film it somewhere else. Because they had that pond and everything else they were using. Yeah. But anyway, Jerry, anyway. Okay. It, it was. It was just... Not good. It, the ending was really like Friday the Thirteenth, you know, where Jason comes up at the end. Oh, and sucks her under. It was like they were working with Bray Wyatt the whole time, and then at the very end, the Fiend comes up. And that's kind of how it ends. So basically, there never was a finish. Well, yeah, kind of. It's setting up for a sequel. Can't wait. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be like Jason takes Manhattan. Yes. <laughs> Jason in space. I, remember, I saw I saw Jason Takes Manhattan in the theater, and it was it was over the summer. And me and my buddy, we just I don't know if we were seventeen yet. Whenever it came out, but we were teenagers, uh-huh. and we were going to go. And I don't know if we, we were excited that we were going to sneak in because it was during the day, or it was our first time we can go see a rated R movie without having a problem. And we're all excited. And Jerry, uh-huh. it's me and my buddy Mike. That's all it was in the whole theater. Well, the movie was terrible. <laughs> no shit. I can I could attest to that. I I just tried watching it on TV because I never saw it. And when the two ran into the, then they run into a cafe and started screaming, "There's a madman!" Blah 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 blah. And no one batted an eye. Well, that's New York City for you. <laughs> but it, but it, it was just. It was depressing because me and my friend were like, yeah, we're going to hang with all the cool kids. We're going to see Jay Friday the 13th. Yeah, it's me and him. <laughs> Great. Uh, and it, w- it was just terrible. A.W. Full. Oh, what's next? Well, we have uh, just ourselves a few more minutes before we're going to call. Uh... He's like, fuck, they called. <laughs> <laughs> So what you guys well do this weekend? Well, I sweated my balls off. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Which I feel like I'm doing. I'm standing outside for You're some outside reason. right now? It's hot as fuck out here. Why are yeah, you It's hot outside? as fuck out here. I know. I finished. I it's still, it's it's still fucking 80 degrees. Like 63% humidity. Mm. Anything over 59, I'm uncomfortable. Hey, Jerry. <clears throat> yep. Do you like fishing? Yeah. No. Oh, fucking hell. Why it bores it me. T- tell me why it bores you. Not, uh, not listen. I fished yeah. when I was younger, like in years ago? junior high. I had the whole tackle box. Oh, <laughs> okay. Nice receipt. You had and Jerry. I, I just got tired of not right. catching anything. I'll be, once in a while, you catch a bullhead or something. Like one time, I got we're at my grandmother's up in New York Mills, Minnesota, and. Uh, a guy took my brother and I fishing, and then that was the most fun I had fishing because we actually were catching things. I caught like a twelve-pound dogfish, but it didn't even fight much. It was a big fish, but it, it didn't fight. Jerry, 
Let yeah. me tell you about my phone call this afternoon, Jerry. Oh, with no. With one Mike Freeland. Oh, no. Does it involve fishing? Oh, so I'm talking to him. And, and all of a sudden, he's like, oh, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Oh, it's a big one. Oh, yeah. That Come sounds on, like... Bitch. Come on. That sounds like he was treating his body like an amusement <laughs> park. <laughs> he was catching the fish. I thought I was catching the hiv. Come on, let's you take it, take it. You open your mouth and take it. Yeah, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I go, what the hell are you doing, you freak? Because oh, I'm, I'm fishing. Oh, this is a big one. Yeah, I'm going. Stop oh. playing with your willy. Now, now Jerry, the, the, okay, had to hear here's, here's the backstory to all this. I was actually, I had two poles in the water. Mikey calls. So I'm talking to him. We're talking about show stuff, and all of a sudden. You had your pole in the water, right? My line goes out. My line goes oh, out. I did. Get My bite. line went out. It shot out straight. And <laughs> it was straight as an arrow. And I, I was like, oh, my God. So I grabbed my pole, and I started pulling really hard. And my line just kept shooting out of my pole. It was just like it just kept coming. So I was like, oh, my God. So I start, I start, I start cranking really Fucker. hard. Oh, no. And a bunch of the people around the lake were like, what the hell is going on? What is he doing? And so it, my pole kept bending and bending, so I kept trying to, like, work it left and right because you got to tire him out. Because you, you, you can't just grab it and yank and, and, and get it, you know, for sure. I know. You'll, you'll wear out your wrist. <laughs> this is true. I've actually, I've actually uh, injured myself. I have carpal tunnel. Yeah, he has carp old tunnel. <laughs> Jerry, you, I, I wish I was recording this. I'm like, you got to I'm sitting for a good five minutes. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's like, oh, hold on. Oh, 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 hold on. Oh, on the, oh. Well, I was excited, Mike. Yeah, I got a bite. It was legit, and it was big. <laughs> well, then he show Then all of a sudden he goes, Oh, hey, Megan, come here. I'm going, she's not even there. <laughs> well, I, I wanted her to take a picture. Oh. <laughs> to, to finish that story, my pole's still in the water, and I'm still cranking, but you know what? Our guest is with us, so. Okay. Jesus Christ. Well, Mikey, Jerry, I'm excited. I don't think I don't think we're ready for this. Why? What, what do you mean? No, I don't think I don't think you're ready for this. I'm very ready for this. Why? why you have this issue with thinking I, that I'm not cool enough. There's a difference between Pusky and fucking Linda Ronstadt. Tell you. That's that's not that's not necessary. I don't think we need to bring this up at this point right now. We have a pretty damn big guest right now. Okay, so I, I we do we need do. you to keep it together. So guys, we had mentioned it before on social media, but this week we have out there. And they are guar. So let me give you just a little backstory. And, and this is interesting. Their story begins in the deepest reaches of outer space long ago. The beginnings who would become the rock band guar, who were part of an elite fighting force, the scum dogs of the universe. Now, for eons, they served as thralls to a supreme being known only as the master. But one by one, each future member of the band earned a reputation for being. An intergalactic fuck-up. I kid you not. And then they were banished. They were sent away on a fool's errand to conquer an insignificant shitball floating around the universe known as planet Earth. So with all of that being said, yeah, no, it sounds like they're pretty spot on at this point. We are being joined by Puzzles Maximus. How you doing today? Uh, not too good. Not too good. Uh, I really don't have an idea of what's going on right now. Uh, well, long story short, a few weeks back, I got one of those really cool Bill Gates microchips embedded in my head. <laughs> so I don't even have to talk to you on a cell phone right now. I downloaded the Skype app via my iBrain. So, but then, just this morning, or a few moments ago, I got abducted by Department of Homeland Security, and I am in the back of a fucking van going God knows where. <laughs> so, pardon all the fucking noise. Why aren't you fucking driving up there? God damn. 
Try to have a conversation. All right, but that's all right. They're not going to fuck with me. It's, I don't even think they can hear me. It's like a box truck or something. <laughs> so I, I take it you're not a fan of human beings, correct? No, not if they do this. Not if they just nab you right off the street. Especially after an anal implant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, aliens invented butt stuff, and now it's really catching on here. <laughs> I, I do uh, I do own a prostate tickler. How does that? How do you feel about something like that? Well, you know, it's not if you ever get caught with it, you know, you just always say it's medicinal. <laughs> yeah, Are the worms still running around wild. The worm, the worm. No, you know, we were tired at the World Maggot a while back. Oh. You know, he's just get, he's just getting old and drunk. The problem is we fed him too many groupies and drunk dudes off the stage, and everybody in a guar show is usually pretty intoxicated. So the so the goddamn raw maggot got cirrhosis of the liver. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. You can't take the damn thing on tour anymore. That's the weirdest part about it. You know, you would oh. think that it would just be, it was funny for a while watching it throw up, get sick on stage and everything. But that, and then it really starts to bum you out. It throws up on the tour bus. And you got to clean it up. Starts yeah. peeing in the fridge. Leave that to the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How about Gorgor? Gorgor. Gorgor. You know what? Alcoholism is, is, is powerful. <laughs> Gorgor passed out in fucking... We played in Tokyo. That was the last place the dinosaur ever made its appearance. And it didn't even make it onto the stage. True fucking story. Passed out, face down, right before his entrance onto the stage in Tokyo, the first time in the East, the first time ever, and that's what happened. And didn't even make it. Wasted dinosaur. Now that's metal. Yeah, do you know what the freight charges are for that? But that's part of the course. (laughs) That's that's normal for God. We're just, we love to just throw money away. I got a question for you. So, what's it like? What are the uh, the Gwar groupies like? What's that like? It's awful. It's awful. Let me tell you. That. I mean, back back in like 1996, it was amazing. It was amazing. 2002, still amazing. But in these tough economic times, that's how you spread. That's how you spread disease. It's really you just don't want to. You just don't want to have sex with anybody that also does the drummer. That's the worst. Well, <laughs> just the drummer. What happened? Because Captain Kirk even got the hot alien groupies. Yeah, well, Kirk did, and then it was Riker. You know, Sean Luke Picard was kind of like almost like a wingman. He's like, oh, I'm too good for all that. But Riker, <laughs> hell no, he got it. He, he knows what's up. So I was uh, I was following your your mailbag. So I, I noticed that you answer a lot of fans' questions via the mailbag. So. Do you mind if we throw you a couple of questions uh, into your mailbag? If we, yeah, if you go, will? go right ahead. My question to you is: If you were going to be in quarantine, okay, and you only had one album that you were going to listen to outside of a, being a gore album, what would you listen to? Oh man, that's a tough one. I might, uh, I might do Chinatown by Thin Lizzy. Wow. Oh, that's good. But you know, I don't know. It's that's that's really tough because you know, I, honestly, I can take a stab at any Priest album up until uh, Painkiller and be fine. What do I listen to Painkiller on repeat a gajillion times? But but Judas Priest is my all-time favorite Earth band, and I don't, I don't think they've ever really written a bad song except for the Ripper Owens years. I don't uh, I don't celebrate that. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. But their latest album. Firepower was excellent. Oh, it's great. It's great. My only qualm with it is the the sound replacement on some of the drums. You know, Scott Travis is an amazing drummer, and I don't know why they went. I mean, they just kind of went overly modern for that production value, but it's still it's still a great record. The songs are great. Richie Faulkner, the new guitar player, fucking amazing. You know, and I, it's it's really hard to replace. I think. Uh, you know, only the great bands are able to replace their very important members, you know, such as Guar and Judas Priest. Uh, <laughs> but Richie Faulkner taking a place of K.K. Downing, I mean, did an amazing job. It's phenomenal. Yeah, that's some fucking big shoes to fill, too. Yeah, yeah. 
and I'm and I scrutinize all that stuff because of how, how much I like. If uh, if Gore had anybody that they could tour with, what do you think would be the best tandem for you guys? Probably the Ramones now. The Ramones now. <laughs> Ramones now. <laughs> so we would have to go to all their places of burial. It's Zoom now. I mean, that's, that, that'd be some pretty stiff competition. Fill them up close of juice, you know, that'd be, that'd be pretty, that'd be pretty cool, am I right? I mean, you're talking about everybody's losing their shit over going to see the Misfits at Riot Fest. How about Gora brought back the Ramones from the dead? Well, maybe I, not bring them back from the dead. They'll still be dead. They'll be undead. Yeah, CJ Ramone is still alive, so he can make a guest appearance. You know, Needy's been, or is he like the first to go? I don't remember. I don't remember either. No. He could have. He could have. Man, he could have been like Ozzy and just coasted. Ozzy or Keith Richards or something. That's right. I mean, that's crazy. Ozzy outlived Lemmy. Think about that. That's fucked up. <laughs> I, I, I certainly didn't see that coming. I well, you know, Lemmy never did lose his wits though. Ozzy lost his wits in 1984. That is true. You are definitely correct. Poor Lemmy. But he went quick. Yeah. And, well, you know, he, he, had, he had a rough little go at the end there. But, you know, he was uh, that guy. I think everyone appreciates Lemmy so much because, of, I mean, that is just is the embodiment of rock and roll and was, was not apologetic about it in any way, shape or form. I mean, a lot like Postulus, he straight up did not raise his child until he was an adult. You know, that's that's typically what I do in my children. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away until they've reached about 1821 and they can't bother these money anymore. Or really, it's the companionship that's the worst. Yeah, they get clingy. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they get, yeah, they do get real clingy. I mean, like right now, I've avoided raising all my kids for, I mean, decades, decades, because I keep making them. But just lately, Ballsack had a kid. Ballsack had a little small sack. And he fucking dipped. And now I'm sitting in the Anarchy bunker, bunker raising him. He's following me around like I'm some kind of father figure. And I've shoved him away for weeks <laughs> until I realized that uh, apparently in America you're supposed to get your children's social security numbers. And I thought, that's amazing. I could get small sack of social security number. Then daddy over here can go get a new line of credit at the bank. Postulus, let me ask you this. What kind of w- woman, if uh, we can even use that phrase, what kind of female do you uh, do you look for to have a good time when you're not rocking it out? Well, I try to make sure there's a language barrier for one. <laughs> because there's nothing, I mean, it's way easier to tune out someone yelling at you if you don't understand what they're saying. Words can be pretty hurtful. You know, I had a, I had a woman yell at me once so bad it hurt my feeling. My, my feeling. Wow. And <laughs> you're feeling. I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So try to get a language barrier. It'd, it'd be great if they're mute. That's kind of cool. So <laughs> 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 yeah, gotta have, gotta have a rack. Gotta have a big butt. You know, you, and then you gotta be okay with the lifestyle. You know, the swinging community shit. Because eventually, you know, you'll let them hook up with some other dudes. And then uh, after a while, you just fake this, uh, like, jealousy thing, you know, and pretend like you're upset about it. And you're just like, oh, you like him more than you like me, and you just leave. And then they think you're, like, a deep emotional guy. And really, you just pawn them off with somebody else to be their problem. And you just, yeah. That's smart. That's strategy right yeah, there. Yeah, always have an exit strategy from day one. Well, well something I, I thought was interesting about Guar that I wasn't familiar with, and I would have never assumed that you guys would – have something like this, but barbecue and uh, the the barbecue rock and roll haunted house festival thing. How how cool is that? I mean, that's something that fans would definitely get into. Yeah, you ever uh, you ever had like a big party at your house where you invite all your friends and you tell their friends to bring their friends, and then you take your life savings and you just throw it in a bonfire? Like you could have the same experience we do <laughs> if you just did that. You know, that was, that was kind of the problem was uh, we kept trying to grow it and grow it and grow it. And uh, it got, I think, to like this pinnacle uh, peak. And we got more and more expensive and better bands. 
but it didn't it didn't uh, make it, you know we started to lose money from playing it simple. And I think uh, right. what we really wanted to go back to was the the, the glorified backyard party where we spent more time and effort focusing on like smaller bands and our friends' bands and shit like that. Because those are the times where it made enough money to keep going and everybody still had a great fucking time. You know, I think uh, you get it, you start putting these festivals on and then all these your friends that are in bigger bands here, you got festival money and they're wanting fucking like sixty thousand dollars to play in front of a couple thousand people and then you're just like, Come on, dude. You know, so Wow. I think it's more about the vibe than trying to be a big ass. And plus, Richmond's not a festival town. We're a C market at best, and uh, that has a lot to do with just you know you can't get huge national bands aren't playing Richmond. You know, they're playing DC, they're playing Baltimore, and in some cases even skipping those. Nice. Is uh, is the Guar Bar still open in Richmond? The Guar Bar is still open. Yeah, well, I think Richmond is under this. We're under like phases, like phase three, phase four to, of reopening and shit like that for all the coronavirus stuff. And so I guess you can go in there now. And uh, I don't know. I think they're saying, you, what are you still supposed to wear condoms or you can take those off? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because that doesn't feel as good. <laughs> I think you have to eat outside. <laughs> Yeah, you have to fuck. You have to have sex outside now. Yeah, that's unsanitary. You have to do it, do it in the street so the kids know what's going on. Yeah. How does how does uh, coitus activity happen in the uh, intergalactic world of outer space? Is it is it any different than it is here on Earth? You pass the threshold of the spaceship. That's the threshold of consent. You know, so there <laughs> are no hangups in the pleasure chamber. So. Once you once you dock ships, you're good to go, right? Pretty much, pretty much. I mean, you're talking about weird <laughs> stuff going on in international waters. You're talking about intergalactic <laughs> space. Man, you can stick stuff in holes you didn't even know were there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, I was checking out the latest album, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, "The Blood of Gods." Correct. That came out in 2017. Uh, yeah, 16 or 17, something like, something like that. Well, you actually, um, you do vocals as well, as well as guitar, correct? Uh, yeah, I sing uh, some backups, and then I sing all of uh, "Crush by the Cross." That's a great fucking song, by the way. Holy fuck! Thank you very much. That uh, that song I wrote, I wrote the uh, guitar parts for it while the rest of the band was having a meeting about how to write music. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. And I, so I went in the rehearsal room and wrote that song. And, uh, and yeah, the, uh, the subject matter was actually there was, so there was a dude, uh, that I know who was telling me a tale about his friend who was climbing, uh, stoneworks in a, in a cemetery or some shit, a giant stone cross and the bottom of it fractured and broke and it fell on him. And this was probably like a 500 pound piece of stone or whatever and it crushed him and broke his like vertebrae and his chest plate and all kinds of shit and he had to have all kinds of reconstructive surgery to not die and everything you know and uh so i was like wow and i just thought that was too good not to have a uh, song title about it <laughs> that is tremendous that is tremendous um so let me ask you this as far as once the quarantine ends what are gore's plans as far as when fans can see them next, is there a tentative plan in place, or is it just kind of play it by ear? Well, you know, Guar has always kind of sought to, you know, resume its power it once had in the world. You know, we used to be the top of the food chain until we created these this race of people that has completely outbred us and outnumbered us. And uh, hopefully, you know, if coronavirus, well, look, there's seven of us, or five, six, there's, seven, there's a couple of us. As long as we can get humanity <laughs> underneath, the, you know, well, down to about 100 people, then we'll be good. You know, because we don't need we don't people to farm our crops and feed our cats and stuff. Nice. But, you know, the touring thing, but nobody has a clue. Uh, nobody knows what to do. Nobody's, nobody's booking a tour. I mean, we got some tours slated for 2021, 
But even talking to management and all that shit, no one seems hopeful that it's actually going to continue. I mean, how are you going to speculate about shows when they can't even figure out if kids are going back to school? And it's July. I mean, August, September. If kids are supposed to go back to school in like two months and nobody knows whether it's happening or not. I mean, we're in bad shape. We're in real bad shape. It almost seems like we should just... Uh go back into uh, into space with you guys and let you guys lead the way. I mean, yeah, you probably should. You probably should. If you, guys are like, if you guys are all wrestlers, you probably built up enough immunity to all this shit anyway, so you're like us. You're, you're untouchable by, you know, most human diseases. I mean, because once you have your back thrown with enough broken glass and thumbtacks, I don't see how, you know, a little bit of MRSA or bacterial infections is bothering you guys anymore. We're immune. We're immune. At that... At that point, it's just a flesh. If you survive yeah. South Philadelphia, you're fucking immune. Hell yeah. Is that where you guys are from? Uh, I'm in PA. Jerry's, okay. down, Jerry's down in Tennessee, and, and Mike is out in uh, Ohio. Okay, so you guys are all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think this van is taking me across the Tacoma line now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, if, if people want to go ahead and follow, you guys can follow Guar on Twitter, it's real simple. It's at Guar, G-W-A-R. Postulus, if, if they want to follow you or if they want to get a hold of you, they have questions, what is the best way to reach out to you? Well, they can send me dumbass questions to Postulus. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they can also send, uh, well, yeah, you can, I'm on the Twitter. I don't do the, the, I haven't figured out the Twitter too much. I do gripe on there a lot. But I think the only person that, even looks at my tweets is Digestor from Google, and that's about it. But I do the Instagrams, and it's all at Postulus, and some of the Facebook stuff, too. A central point of frustration with the whole thing is nobody knows when the shit's going to end, and that's what's pissing everybody off, you know, because fucking left or right, they all got different opinions about what's happening. But when can we go back to normal? That's what everyone wants to know. I want to go back to a swinger club. I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think if it's a private club, it could be open. Ah, 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 because, yeah, because, I mean, Zoom orgies are just not cutting it. (laughs) (laughs) That damn feed gets keep getting cut off. Yeah, my YouTube feed got cut off last night, too. Fucking, uh... That's a bunch of bullshit. We were doing a live stream live from Antarctica in, uh... You know, we got this new show we're doing every Sunday night at 9 p.m. and we're live streaming it. And uh, we got booted twice, I think. And I don't know if it's because we've played a copyrighted video or something, or it may have something to do with the community guidelines for YouTube saying you're not supposed to brandish firearm in a live feed. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I was, I was scratching my temple with a 1911, and I guess we got kicked off for that. No. Everybody's a prude these days. That's my thinking gun. The website is guar.net. I want to let everybody know if you want to get some merchandise. They got some awesome stuff. I'm here right now, and they have something that I think would appeal to a lot of people. They have the 30th anniversary box set, $149.99. It is it's the be all end all, man. It is uh it's really awesome. Along with that, they got mugs and t-shirts. Uh, hoodies, all kinds of things. So what would you tell people, Pustilis, if they're thinking about going over and getting some merch? What would you tell them? What's your sales pitch? Only $149.99, oh, but you ha- you must be wrong. This is clearly a $399 value. We must be crazy to be giving it away for this money. <laughs> but uh, now what I would say is, Man, the uh, the 30th anniversary reissue, we wanted to do something really cool. And by really cool, man, how can we put out another album without actually having to work together? And it was like, <laughs> oh, we'll just put out the same album we already put out. But seriously, though, uh, I am one of the keepers of the audio recordings. So in deep in my cave, I have all the reels from all the old records. And uh, so one day I pulled out the uh, pulled out all the scum dogs reels, the master reels, and threw them on the old Victrola there and wound it up my hand. And I heard all these sounds that, you know, aren't on the record. And I 
sent it to a good friend of mine, Ronan Murphy, and who produced the last Squaw record. And uh, we took all these new sounds and unheard sounds and we completely remixed and remastered the record. Um, and uh, releasing that on a vinyl format, uh, of course, you know, it should be available for digital download at some point as well. Uh, but you're going to be able to hear this like you've never heard it before. For completely remixed, completely remastered, it's coming out in a way that, you know, it's a new listening experience. There's edits of songs that, you know, you, I think it's like King Queen is like four times as long. So this thing is on four different vinyl oh, wow. records. Um, there's yeah. even two extra tracks uh, that no one's ever heard before. There's this thought. There's the song of all the Gore slaves, which is horrible, terrible, terrible. You know, <laughs> you'll listen to it once and be like, "Why did I do that?" And but there's also a skit uh, between Odorous and Beefcake that even they were surprised to hear. So I think if I can shock the members of my band with this release, then I think the fans are really going to appreciate it as well. That is tremendous. That's awesome. I, I yeah, I was telling Mikey and Jerry that there's. Uh, there is a band that I am very close to, and they took a lot of inspiration from you guys. And they've kind of ran with it, so you guys played a, a big role in them as well. It's a band called Siege Lord, um, and they're from Cincinnati. So if you ever get a chance to uh, to check them out, they are big fans of Guar, and uh, definitely uh, their roots are also tied within uh, everything you guys have been doing. So Awesome. Siege Lord. I'll check them out. Siege Lord. Yes, definitely check them out. Like I said before, guys, gore.net, pick up the merchandise. They got everything you could possibly want. Once again, the 30th anniversary box set, which is definitely something you're going to want to grab before they're all sold out. You don't want to be one of those tool bags who says, man, I wish I would have got it, and you didn't. You know, you got the extra money. Go ahead and pony it up and get that. You can follow Guar on Twitter. Once again, it's real simple. It's just at Guar. And um, they can follow you on other social media platforms. You said Instagram as well, Pustulus? Yeah, I'm on Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebooks, and uh, probably most active on the Instagram. And every once in a while, I'll do a live feed, kind of sporadically. But uh, like I said, we're, we're trying to do this show Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Uh, we did like four or five live streams. And we're actually not going to do this coming Sunday, but we will do the following Sunday with a brand new episode. Uh, We're just going to take some time off to record some extra material and stuff like that. Well, I'll make sure that we pass it along to all our listeners. I'll continue to plug it on social media. And uh, any chance we could could twist your arm to come on back again, have some fun with us? Yeah, you guys are all right. Let's do it again. (laughs) <laughs> we, for, you know what for some for the maggot humans we're not that bad yeah yeah but I got one request though next time uh, I've been hearing a lot about this internet speed is there any way you can hook us up with some of that uh, I'll, I'll call my guy okay I gotta get tested I, I have I have low megabytes uh, so I gotta get tested for that. oh okay you gotta, you gotta watch out though. yeah you got you gotta watch out for that all right, Pustulus, we're going to let you go, but, man, it's been a lot of fun. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Right, you guys are awesome. Sounds like a plan, man. Thank you so Thank much. You, Peace. The world of NLW Radio never stops.